Welcome to Ghost Gaze, a hauntingly gay podcast. Welcome to Ghost Gaze. My name is Carson. And I'm Colleen. We are going to do something, again, a little different, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we should talk about that our lives have changed just slightly, a little bit. Yeah, you know, I heard that some one of us got married last week. Mm-hmm. It wasn't me. <laughs> no, never. It could never have been you. No, 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 no. No, I did get married last weekend. Um, yes, it was super yes. fun. My first yes. time being the best man at a wedding. Yes, I was going to say, people who don't know, Colleen was my best man at the wedding. I sure was. Rock the shit yeah. of that suit that I got. Yes, you did. Your suit and your blue hair it was perfect. Yes. And then, Colleen, what happened to you like four days later? <laughs> I moved halfway across the country. <laughs> exactly. So it's probably going to be a little shorter of an episode today, but we definitely wanted to get something out for you. All right, friends. Today we're going to be talking about Eloise Asylum. Yeah. Um, it was, it's kind of sad, actually, because they just sold off the last of the land, I think, of the original mm-hmm. structure. And... um. They're going to turn the whole place into condominiums. Can I say that word? Condominiums. I feel like that's too much focus on the word condom. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, so Aloe's Asylum was uh, built in... What year, Carson, did you say? It was... Well, I'm not sure when it was built, but I know the first patient arrived in 1842. All right. So Eloise Asylum opened its doors in Michigan in 1839, officially, as like an actual mental facility and not just a place where patients would be shunted to. And it operated from 1839 until 1982. Wait, really? Did it did it go till 1982? 1839 to 1982, they officially closed down their doors in 1982, and that's when the building started to fall into, like, real disarray, and they started tearing down some buildings that had been there forever and were falling apart just on their own. I didn't realize it was that, like, it seems like it was a lot farther away than it actually was. No, I know. It's wild to think, you know? Like, uh, so much of our history is... taught to us as being like a hundred years ago and like 200 years right. ago but the reality is like our country is not even really that old so no it's not um and then so you were saying before about the name eloise where that name came from yeah yeah i thought this was really cool i had no idea so the eloise was it was named that because Freeman B. Dickinson was a post office worker, and from what I understand, it needed, like, a name so they could deliver there. I'm assuming that's what it was. I didn't say it, but I'm assuming that's what it was. And so he named it the Eloise because that's the name of his four-year-old daughter. That's sweet. Yeah, it was really cute. I don't think she's four anymore, but... You know... (laughs) I don't think she... um, I'm going to bet at least $5 that she's probably not with us anymore she may be over 16 bare minimum yeah okay i'll give you she's at least 16 years old (laughs) yes um so i did want to kind of talk about the fact they went with eloise though because (coughs) when they were still kind of 
building this whole estate's worth of buildings and like post offices and bakeries and we'll get into all of that later but when they were building up um everything that stood on this huge property the name changed so many times oh did it really yeah so it was um it started out as a poorhouse and it went by the wayne county poorhouse that was the name oh yeah that okay and then it uh in 1832 it no, I'm sorry, 1842. It was the Wayne County yep. Almshouse. And then it remained that uh, the Almshouse for about 40 or so years. Um, towards the end of the 1800s, it was renamed again to the Wayne County House. Mm-hmm. And then starting in the 1900s, in 1913, it was split into three separate divisions. And that's when the Eloise name came into play. So it was the Eloise Hospital, which was the mental hospital, the Eloise Infirmary, which was still the poorhouse, and then there was the Eloise Sanatorium, which was the TB hospital. Oh, wait. Wait. <laughs> what? I have in my notes Miss Eloise Dickerson Davok, I can't say that last name, died in 1892 at the age of 93. Well, I mean, you were right. She was at least 16. Yeah, I was. <laughs> yeah, I Sorry, was I just really saw my notes. No, you're good. I just thought it was really interesting that, like, not only did the significance of the Eloise name, like, it, it didn't just come from nothing. It was that guy's daughter's name. Um, right. But then also, it that wasn't the name from the very beginning. Like, it was, it went through several different name changes before they landed on Eloise. Yeah, so let's um, bust into that so, uh, in a moment. Yeah. Uh, I, I really wanted to talk about um, how large Eloise was. I don't think people realize, like, now there's just the one building that still stands in uh, Wayne County. And you can go to it. Yep. Like, I don't think you're all, I think it's a condemned property. I don't think that you're technically allowed inside of it. Well, you actually can go on tours of it. Oh, yeah, you can go explore it. You can do a paranormal tour. You can take like a group tour. Um, I'll drop the we'll drop the link in the info if you guys want to look it up. But yeah, so you can actually still tour it. Okay, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. And I thought about us doing it, but it was like a hundred bucks, which is fine. But we also had no time to do it. Right. Again, you know, your wedding and my move. <laughs> right. So yeah. So the. There is the one building, the main building that's still standing now, um, that I guess you can go and take tours of. That's fun and exciting. But, I mean, I think I've read, I have on my notes here that it was 50 acres of land. Mm -hmm. Like, that's an enormous amount of land to be building anything on. But 50 (laughs) acres of land. And, um... They, I mean, they had a firehouse, they had a bakery, they had their own power plant, they had houses for the staff to live in, they had... Um, well, I was going to say, it makes sense, kind of, because they, that they had so much land, because they, they purposely put it really far away from the city, because they didn't want people to hear things going on or whatever, so that makes sense that they built everything there. Right. When they opened their doors first as the poorhouse, the the poorhouse was less like 
anybody that had like anything that was wrong with them or couldn't function as a modern day member of society was mm-hmm. just kind of shunted there and they were forced to live there and yep. uh, assuming in horrible circumstances. Yeah. But yeah, they eventually, uh, once they were like established as a community, they had, I mean, they had their own police. Oh, did they really? I didn't know that. Yeah, they had their own separate police and fire stations. They had the post office. They had their own zip code. Ooh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's really wild to think about, like, that many people lived there at one time. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm going to be the one doing lobotomies on people, I'm going to want my own zip code because you want people to know <laughs> What you did and where. Uh, so, like, for example of how many people lived on this property when it was in its heyday, um, the D building was a building for employees and also patients. And, and it was said that there was over 400 patients alone housed just in that building. Ugh, 400? 400 patients alone. So the D building is one of the buildings that's actually still standing. Um, I'm sorry, I did misspeak earlier. I didn't thoroughly vet my notes before we started. Mistakes happen. Um, So the D building is still standing. Apparently there's five overall buildings of the original structure that do stand, but the only one that the public is allowed into is that main building where they do tours. The D is still standing. Yeah, I kept talking to try and get you to put that off. (laughs) (laughs) This is lasagna boarding all over again. Oh, my God. (laughs) For those of you who don't know, Colleen would not let me call Lizzie Borden lasagna Borden while at the... We were uh, in her house. (laughs) I wanted to see if she would come out, and I'm pretty sure <laughs> I would come out if my name was Lizzie Borden. Someone called me Lasagna. <laughs> that would tick me off. Well, I'm not, anyway. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not about to get haunted for life at these events that we go to. I know, but it was, if it was Lizzie Borden, I mean, okay, you know. Yeah, so- I'd have Lizzie Borden haunt me. You you ready to you ready to move on there from lasagna? Sorry, I brought her up. I know yes. you're very passionate about her. I do love lasagna Borden. Yes, we're good. Uh, so yeah, they were like very self-sufficient in their own little community at Eloise. Um, and it's like I said before, it is kind of sad to think about now where all of the land used to sit, where all those people used to mm-hmm. live, is like strip malls and. A golf course. They built a golf course over a large part of the land. Ooh. That golf course is haunted. Yeah, I don't want to go there. Actually, no, <laughs> let's go golfing there. Please. Yeah, um, we can pretend we're, like, good golfers and then take a cart out and then just, like, stay there <laughs> the whole... Um. So do you want to get into, like, the history of kind of the medical practices of Eloise? Ooh, yeah, tell me some more about that. Actually, I ha- I do have one more fun fact for you. Oh, go for it. Um, About, well, 
if we're talking about the medical side now, this was the first place to do lo- uh, lobotomies. It was, yep. Yeah. How super fucked up are you? <laughs> yeah, because it was so large. Um, it was considered like a uh, place where they would do like the experimental stuff. And I don't right. know if it's because they had so many people to experiment on or if all of the doctors that were working there just got like so up in their head. They're like, oh, we're important. We run Eloise. Let's just stick some needles right. in people's brains. And I have to have the time. I think they probably like, you know, oh, they're, you know, these people's family are not coming back for them, you know. Right. What's the harm? Right. So, like, right off the bat, it's not great that that's the opening chapter of Eloise, is that it was the first place no. to be lobotomizing people. Um, so, unfortunately, there's not, like, a whole lot of the medical record side left of what went down at Eloise, because everything was either taken or stolen, and, like, people are just... I don't know, destroying that information or they're squirreling it away somewhere. And it's just, it's not really easy to track down for sure what happened back in the day. However, on that note, there are reports of people who have gone to some of the abandoned buildings and walked through. They have found what medical information they can find, like the reports of, and papers. It's just, weird stuff of like locking people in doors and rooms locking people in doors (laughs) (laughs) locking people in rooms for days to see the extent of how much isolation a human can take yeah that's that shit's pretty messed up so like that's that's weird and creepy in and of itself and then also there's reports of people walking around and finding jars with human body parts still in them yeah, people were finding brains, like remnants of human brains inside jars as they were walking through. And, like, you know, you could argue that they took those pieces from cadavers just to study them after these people passed away of natural causes. But also, sure. you're not going to, like, scientists are not going to get the same information about a 20-year-old's brain as they would a 50-year-old's brain if they were both schizophrenic. Like, those brains are still going to look a little different because they're different yeah. ages. So who's really to say that those doctors weren't up there murdering, like, a 50-year-old and a 20-year-old to see what the difference in their brains were? They probably were. I believe that they totally were. Um, I mean, I've seen American Horror Story. (laughs) So, of the sightings, like, uh, tying in with the creepy medical stuff, the torture that some of these people must have endured, um, people say that they see a spirit of a woman dressed all in white, and she's usually on, like, the upper floors of the building. Uh-huh. And she just, she doesn't really interact with anybody. She just kind of does the typical, like, she's very stereotypical from what I've heard in, like, what you would picture when you think of, like, a Victorian haunted home. Like, she just mm-hmm. kind of phases in through the walls and just kind of wanders the upper floors of these buildings. Sure, Yeah. Um, other people have claimed that they've heard, like, moaning in the hallways. Some people um, believe that those are, like, again, the souls of the tor- tormented patients. Yeah. Some, like, residual energy. Also, I just want to go back real quick. Not to talk too much about the size of Eloise, but um, 
I just reached a part in my notes that it, <laughs> it's so funny. It's written in like bright orange ink so I wouldn't forget it. And I still <laughs> forgot it. <laughs> but this I mean, fun little. Yeah. This fun little piece of information here says that, um, you know, what we already know, it's, it was a poorhouse that eventually expanded to cover a whopping 902 acres across 70 different buildings. And now 902 acres. And I got the 50 acres of land because that's what Eloise still technically owes. Like they still owe um, or own 50 acres of land for the five buildings that are still standing. But when they were growing and expanding in like at the height of everything, they ha- were sitting on 902 acres of land. No they really they wanted nobody. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, they wanted nobody around. Um, and it says that at the height of it, 12,000 people lived there. 12,000? Mm-hmm. That are so many. They had greenhouses and fam- uh, cattle herds. They had a tobacco field, even. My God. Well, wasn't, like, tobacco then, like, a medicine at that point, too? Yeah. Or considered medicine, I guess. Right. Yeah, they would crush it up and put it into all sorts of medicines. Sure. Um. Yeah, that was my my fun fact. Going back to the actual size of Eloise, real quick, was just that it was. I mean, I can't even. It's like trying to imagine a billion dollars in front of me. You know, like I know how much that mm. is. Like I know how much land that is. But. 902 acres of land for an insane asylum. Yeah. That's ridiculous. And, like, who's to say... uh, How would they have kept track of everybody that needed actual medical attention? I mean, it seems like, really, at some point, they just kind of stopped doing everything that the people needed and just did whatever they wanted, so... Yeah, I think they they got a little bit too big for their britches, and um, at some point... Partially because other more well-equipped places were opening up for more specialized issues and partially because in the beginning it really was like a there was like a tuberculosis hospital. And once that wasn't needed anymore, like there were no patients for the tuberculosis hospital. Mm -hmm. So they had to kind of phase that into something else. And that didn't really plan out very well. So they had to cut their funds and cut their funds. And eventually the whole thing just went out of practice. And I, and I know, like, today some things that are, you know, more common today are, like, more common, like, illnesses or or whatever back then would have been considered, like, you would have been, like, a crazy person because you had something very simple. You know what I mean? So, but really what I'm saying is, you know, they chucked everybody in there for any little fucking thing. Yeah. Um. Also, an interesting fact about them is, you know, we talked about how much their name changed when they were first building up and expanding. Mm-hmm. Another interesting fact is that uh, when they were, when they began to, like, I don't know, de-expand, when mm-hmm. they began to, like, pull back and shut su- shut everything down, um, they, again, started changing some of the names around. Um, so, sure. In 1945, it was renamed the Wayne County General Hospital at Eloise. Ooh. 
And then in 1974, the hospital had two divisions. It was the Wayne County General Hospital and the Wayne County Psychiatric Hospital, which the psychiatric hospital closed in 1982. So I think once everything officially was shut down and done with and it wasn't an operating, um, you know, psychiatric, sorry, a really cool car just drove down my street. What kind of car was it? Why did you just turn the video on? <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I accidentally had turned my video on because I accidentally clicked it. Um, and so then I turned it off. For those of you listening, we're just looking at each other right now. <laughs> hold on, do you want to see my cat? Yeah, always. Oh my God, Jameson. Oh, a long baby. Yeah, look how long he is. He's just long. <laughs> what a good guy. Yes, he's a good boy. Yeah, we normally do these recording sessions just over, like, a Skype video or Skype audio. And uh, somebody <laughs> decided to surprise me and flipped on the camera when I looked like a trash mongrel. It's okay. You should take a screenshot. So I just had a couple of more things about. Sure. Some some of the spooky things that go on. Yes, I would love to talk about the spooky things. So um, there's a like there's no shortage of paranormal investigators that have gone to Eloise. Like I think Ghost Adventures went there and. Yeah. Um. Like, I'm, there's a bunch of people that have gone to Eloise, right? And, you know, everybody yeah. says the same thing. It has a really creepy vibe. And, but, like, they they never really catch anything on camera. Right? No. So I think that these spirits are especially smart and cunning because oh, I, yeah. when I look up, like, haunting reports on this place, I notice there's a direct correlation between not catching anything on camera and people like feeling tugs and hearing whispers and seeing actual yeah. apparitions and like to all you non-believers out there that might just sound like a whole bunch of made up bullshit <laughs> but i think that it's really interesting to like consider the fact that maybe it's not made up maybe these ghosts or spirits or energies are just really really smart yeah i mean if i was you know I guess to say invisible in that sense and really know what's going on, I would totally do the same thing. Right. Like, you know, otherworldly energy, it feeds off of human interaction and energy and spirit mm-hmm. or like living spirits. So yeah. of course they're going to want to stay like visibly quiet and lure as many people in. Like clearly it's working. Like you can go yeah. do tours of this place and like see it for mm-hmm. yourself. And I guarantee you, like, yes, of course, I'm the sucker that would go on the tour like that. But, like, I'm also yeah. aware that I'm signing myself up to potentially leave Haunted. Because, yep. you know, it, it's just, it's, it's, I went on a whole little tangent there, sorry. Um, <laughs> it's just my point is, just because you don't physically see, like, the photographic evidence doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. Exactly. The the video on their website, uh, it has a team, and they have a spirit box. For those of you who don't know what that is, it's a 
I don't know exactly what it is. It's basically like a a fast moving. Do you know exactly what it is? Because I know it has something to do with the radio station, but it moves through it very fast. So it it interacts with the the spiritual energy like most ghost or spirit reading equipment would, where um, spirit boxes interact um, with the spiritual world like a EMF reader or something that would pick up on the electromagnetic field. But the interesting difference is that it picks up on um, radio frequencies at like such a high speed that it's it's like um impenetrable not impenetrable that's not the way I want to put it um it, it it like picks up radio frequencies at such a high rate that it picks up on actual electromagnetic fields instead of so like the spiritual energy can then manipulate that and use the radio frequencies to speak to you yep that's the basic yeah. gist of it. That's a really long-winded way and uh, no, you're not good. very like I, cohesive. But like I knew it used radio waves or like the radio to yeah, work, but I didn't exactly know how. Jesus Christ! <laughs> what the fuck was that? So we were awesome. saying about spirit boxes and about how yes, you can. It allows a uh, spiritual energy to manipulate the radio frequencies to communicate. Yes, and so you, you can ask it questions, and the spirit will use that to talk through it. Right, and, and it's, such, it's at such a high rate that it's, like, um, it's proven, or not proven, but the studies that have been done show that the radio frequencies come at such a high rate that it's not actually the radio. It is being manipulated by something. Yes. Um, and this video is super cool because they go down to the... I think it's the basement. Um, and not only in the video can you see kind of like a shadow figure walk across, but you can see like orb after orb, like floating in and out near the uh, uh, spirit box. And they're asking questions, and they're and the spirit box is like, help, help me. And it's like, and it's saying like full sentences like, where's my family? And it usually just says like a word. Right, um... My favorite example to give people for watching uh, investigators use a spirit box is actually BuzzFeed Unsolved Supernatural. Oh, it's so fun. It First of all, it's a great show. I love that show. Yeah. Um, second of all, they use a spirit box in almost every single episode. Mm-hmm. So it's really interesting to like see how effective it is in some places. Yeah. It's very loud. It is very loud. I want one. Yeah, I really want one, too. Um, I'm trying to see if I can get one uh, before the honeymoon. Okay, they're expensive. They are expensive, yes. Yes, I figure that if we're really going to get into this and do this, then we might as well do our research and be as safe and find the best tools to communicate as possible. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, in this video, it's super cool. They're asking, you know... Like, who are you? Like, what happened? And it, the sphere box is responding, like, very, very clearly to what they've been asking. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Um, I've seen a couple other videos where there's not so much, you know, like, the shadows, really, but there you could see orbs left and right um, that are clearly not dust. Right. I mean, with that many people living in that type of a space, I'm not surprised that there's yeah. orbs of spirits floating around 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. I would love to tour this place. Me too. Yeah. I think I live a little bit too far away to go there tomorrow, but... <laughs> yes. Let's see. I am on their website. Oops, that's not the right one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was just like an event place called the Eloise. <laughs> oh my God. I love you. Also, I'm absolutely uh, not recording this session with you while I'm also playing The Sims. <laughs> Don't worry, I have Gilmore Girls on in the background. <laughs> We're adults, everybody. It's fine. We're good. Yeah. Paranormal footage. Do not watch when you're alone. Oh. Except I watched it and it was fine. <laughs> Should see if we can drop in some of the audio from it. Hold on one second. Let me let me try something. Let me see if I can do it. Why is it not working? Hello, my name is John. Is anybody here with us tonight? So, yes, so I don't know if you could hear it, but it said, what was this building used for? And it said sick. And it also said the dead. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, um, if you guys were listening just now and you could hear that as well, uh, that's the sound of a spirit box in actual use at the Aloise Asylum. Yep. Sorry, I was connecting everything back. Very good. But yeah, that was that was a, a team using the spirit box at the Aloise Asylum. Uh, it's, uh, I, I know I already said it. I really want a spirit box. I think they're so interesting. I think they're really cool. I would love one. The thing about them is that, um, you can't technically credit it as a response from the other world unless it's two or more words, I think, because anything less than, and it's just it flipping through the stations. Yeah. So if it's just like one like word that- at a time, like it could just be it like flipping so quickly but like the fact that um it was responding with like more than three words even yeah there was that one they were like are you here with me and they said yes i am um the a cool part about that video i I just remembered that part is um all of a sudden the the people there were like do you just feel like you're being watched right now and the other guy's like yeah and he said how many people are here with us and it said there are seven so it's pretty creepy. I would, pretty and creepy. you could just see orbs. Yeah. And when they're when they're talking about, like, if they feel like they're being watched, you can see a couple orbs fly by. Yeah, that's definitely. Um, it sounds like it's worth everybody going to check. Give that a check out at the. Uh, you said it's on the Eloise website. Yes, and we will put that in. The description um, as well. Yes, we'll put that in the description as well. And I'm thinking I'm going to put it on Instagram too. Yeah. Let me see. 
So there's a couple different things you can do on the tour here. So you can go on a paranormal tour itself. You can you can go on a historical tour, or you can go on a private investigation tour. Oh, we should go on a private yeah. investigation tour. Ooh, click more info. It says bring your equipment and bring your team. That's awesome. Yeah, you and your team get the whole building to investigate for the night. Security will be will be provided. Fill out the form to the right, and we will contact you about pricing and details. That's pretty awesome. That is pretty awesome. I want to see ticket prices. That's actually like I might have to make a visit back, um, and we'll do like another special follow up Eloise episode of us actually being there and using like real equipment. Yeah, that would be actually really cool. I would love to do that. So it looks like for the history tours, it starts at $45. And then let's see. For the paranormal tours, I think these are 100 I think these are the ones I was looking at earlier. Uh, 99 Yeah. Yep. So it would be 99 for the paranormal tour, 45 for the history tour. Well, that sounds fun. Yeah. I would love to go with you. I think we really should do that. I think we really should do that, too. We really should. Um, <laughs> I can hear Danielle laughing about something in the living room. Danielleton? Mm-hmm. Hey, Panini. It's our other best friend that I moved in with. Yeah. Danny. She's going to be on the podcast at some point. She should be on, I'm going to tell her to come up to your room. Hold on one second. I texted her. I said, go to Colleen's room. <laughs> no other context? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I really hope she sees it. Um, in the meantime, I was going to say, in the meantime, give me some more info. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hi, come in. Are you okay? Yes, I'm fine. Carson wants to say hi to you. <laughs> he scared the shit out of her. Um, is she still here? Yeah, I'm here. Hi. Hi. Hi, everybody. This is our other best friend, Danielle. Oh, hi. Okay. <laughs> it was bamboozled. Um, I don't know if you guys heard, but I just texted Danny. It just said, go to Colleen's room. Nothing else. You were like crying or something. No, I was not crying. Dan Carson just wanted to say hi. 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 Yay. Like a fucking now dweeb. Now they've met Danielle. Hi. <laughs> is that is that everything that you wanted? Yes. Okay. 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 I miss you. Goodbye. That cookie is from me. It's an apology. What, are, what is she apologizing to you for? No, it's a, I, it's my apology to her. Oh, a, Carson says that cookie is his apology to you. Okay, forgiven. Even though you paid for the cookie. <laughs> she says she forgives you. Oh, thank God. I know. What would you have done without her? I know, right? Anyways, um... So, more about Eloise. Yeah. Yeah, so, 
excuse me. Sorry, I just came back into my room and Cassie's like <laughs> stretched out on her pillow and was like playing with my keyboard. It looked like she was trying to play Sims for me. <laughs> she probably was. She's seen you playing enough. Okay, <laughs> finally back to the Eloise. Oh my god. Finally back to the Eloise. So yeah, the last thing that we just touched on was the spirit box. Um, do you have any more fun facts about Eloise? Let me see. Let me look at my notes. Sorry, I'm eating cookies. Ooh. I'm not Really, I mean, I was going to say that the first person who went there was the Bridget Hughes girl. That Bridget Hughes girl. Mm-hmm. Um, she was 16 when she was admitted, and she died there in 1895. But yeah, so that first person who ever went there, unfortunately, never came out. She never came out. Sorry, tell me when she died again. 1895. Sorry, I thought I had a significant thing for 1895 written down here and I guess I do not 1895 nope I do not nope I do not oh actually you know what I totally forgot about the like additional info that they have on their website Mm -hmm. Um, so so if you do want to go there unfortunately you do have to be 18 years or older to go and you have to sign a waiver to enter like an ID waiver yeah um, I'm assuming people have gotten injured there before. Huh. Oh, no food, no drinks, no beverages, no alcohol. Those under the influence of drugs or alcohol will be asked to leave. Well, I'm out. <laughs> oh, can you imagine just showing up just plastered to this? Oh, and if you do want to email them, email them at EloiseHauntedTours at gmail.com. Ooh. Ooh, there's an online store. Let's buy some shit. <laughs> you gonna get some Eloise merch? Yeah, I got some wedding money. Yeah, you did, baby. Yeah. Wanna kick some of it my way? <laughs> I can buy us a, a sticker. How much is a sticker? Three dollars. Oh, really rolling <laughs> in it. Right. We could do the Eloise hat. I. I want to buy. I want to buy you a hat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that reminds me when like Michael from the office takes all the girls to the mall, and he's like, you know what? Everyone buy two items on me from oh <laughs> at Victoria's Secret. He takes them to Victoria's Secret. <laughs> Have you seen the bloopers for that scene? Santa wants to buy you some panties, little girl. <laughs> I just love it because they can't keep it together. <laughs> Oh my god. I love listening to the Office Ladies podcast. I know. I want to cuddle with her. I think she'd be really fun to cuddle with. I think you're correct. Yeah. She's also like, what, four feet tall or something like that? You know, right? She's a tiny lady. I know that. Well, I got one more thing to say. Okay. Um, I do want to talk about, there are a lot of videos online of people going to the Eloise and touring around there. As you can see the videos, and it's pretty creepy. I And they're a couple hours long, but uh, they I think they do this thing where they stay overnight. Uh, but there's multiple things out there. There's multiple videos that are really fun. If you want to check it out, go check it out. It's kind of spoopy. 
Well, and I love spoopy stuff. I might go check it out right now. Okay, friends. I think that's everything that we have today on Eloise and uh, everything that we could find that kind of went on there. Like, all of the weird medical practices that must have happened, you know? All of the tortured souls that are clearly, by all accounts, still hanging around. Oh, yeah. Did you have anything else to add about it, Carson? Um, I think we went over everything that we found out about it. All right, Colleen, so I think it's time, don't you? Oh, I so do. All right, friends, remember to stay safe, stay spooky, and if you see a ghost out there, who are you going to call? The Ghost Gaze. Yeah. Look at the little kitty. It's certainly spooky there.